Social Zoom Factor, episode 103. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. Your team is at the heart and soul of your business. You work hard to attract great people who help your business Zoom. Our new partner, Everyone Social, enables employees to become effective brand ambassadors by sharing, recommending, and promoting relevant content while building their personal online brand. Check it out and request a demo at socialzoomfactor.com slash everyone social. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, let's go ahead and get started because we have a lot to talk about today. Today, we are talking about a really good word for both business and life, and it is the word relevance. And this discussion today is based on a blog post that I did back in May of 2012. The thing is, when it comes to technology, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to social media, social business, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, direct mail campaigns, direct marketing campaigns, email marketing campaigns, whatever it may be, it's about connecting with your customer. It's about inspiring and helping your audience to succeed. So today we're going to talk about how important it is for us to be relevant with our audiences. There are a ton of new folks every day who are coming online. And although a lot of these things are very new to them and what happens with social media and particularly in these new technologies and meet communication mediums and processes is there are always new waves of people coming on and they have those aha moments where you're like, aha, like the light just turned on for me. And that's one of my favorite moments that I have when I'm doing keynote speaking, when we're doing training, when we're doing workshops with our clients. I love seeing that aha moment where you just get it, right? And so that's what I'm hoping I'm going to get you to today if you're not already there. I hope that maybe if you are one of those new people or you maybe even have been online for a long time, maybe you've been trying to get social media to work for you. You're trying to get your blog to work. You've been trying to get Facebook to work, your content marketing strategies and tactics to work, and nothing's really coming together. My goal for this conversation today is not just to give you a kick in the behind, which is part of what I'm going to be doing because I must, but it's to help you. 
and it's to help open your eyes. And maybe you have one of those enlightening moments that you're like, oh my gosh, I get it. Okay. Because I love the discussions that are happening and I'm seeing some new people online that are challenging, right? They're challenging some of the, the current thinking, which is good. And we need to go back to basics, right? This stuff is not rocket science and it's not like social media changes who we are as human beings and that need that we have to connect with other human beings, the needs that we have to feel loved, to feel connected, to feel part of a community, to connect with people who have like minds, connect with people who have similar interests, right? That's not news. That's not rocket science. But what we need to do is keep helping people go back to why are we doing what we're doing? A lot of the questions that I'm seeing getting asked again and again, you know, there's these cyclical, these cycles we go through where you'll see a lot of people get it. And then you'll see a group of new people come on and they're like, oh my gosh, help me figure this out. I'm seeing that happen again. And some of the questions that we get asked every single day are things like, how do I get more people to like me on Facebook? How are these Facebook likes benefiting my business? Should I worry about quality of followers or not? Is it unethical to buy followers? By the way, yes, it is. Is it unethical to stuff a social media profile just to show up on top of a search engine? i.e. LinkedIn, like many people have their LinkedIn profiles stuffed with keywords like social media or financial management. You know, they'll have that word in there 150 times. Is that unethical? I don't know. You decide. Why are, why am I doing social media, Pam? I hear that all the time. Should I integrate social media into the DNA of my business? Should I continue to let the intern or recent college grad with no business experience run our entire business strategy and marketing social media execution? The answer to that is no. Why aren't people talking to me on Twitter? Why does my Facebook page still look like a dry desert? Why does everyone like my Facebook page, but then they never come back? Why won't anyone talk to me on the social networks, period? Why can't I get my CEO to understand we can't make our Twitter stream look like our old 1987 piece of marketing collateral? What results am I driving for all this? Are my fans and followers, my connections, even the people who care about what I have to offer, will they ever buy from me? Am I ever going to see real benefit from social media? That's one of the top questions that I get asked. Now, if you have asked yourself these questions, you are not alone, okay? And they are the right questions. However, they are only a small subset of the questions that must be asked. So let's dig in to what should you be asking? And I'm going to tell you this very bluntly because I don't know any other way to put this. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you, but I want you to get your act together and quit only asking those questions. Let's talk about some of the questions that you should be asking because social media is not just about you, you, and more you. We need to quit asking what are you getting out of social media and instead what are you giving in social media okay so let's let's flip this the number one question you need to be asking is why why should people like your facebook page why should they ever come back to your facebook page after the initial like because did you know i think the stat is 98% of people on average never go back to a facebook page that they have liked. Okay, you're lucky if they will ever see your content again in a news feed. 
you know, only if Facebook decides to show it to them and a miracle happens and the planets align, or if you pay to get your business content in front of them. That's why the human relationship is so important. Why should they add you to a Twitter list and actively follow your tweets on Twitter? Why should they subscribe to your RSS and your blog feed? Why should they listen to your podcast? Why should they retweet and share your content from your blog or your podcast or any platform for that matter with anybody in their network? Why should they respond to you when you tweet to them? Why should they visit your blog or your website in the first place? Why should they follow you on Pinterest, on Twitter, on Instagram? Why should they accept your connection request on LinkedIn? Why should they open the email that you've sent to them after they've subscribed? What value are you offering them to inspire them to do any of these things? How are you helping them achieve their business goals and their objective? What is in it for them? Not what's in it just for you. Okay, I want you to think about these questions. If you are not asking the second set of questions and you don't care to ever answer them, you might as well turn in your keys to your social kingdom you're building right now because you are not going to be able to see very good results, my friend. Your goal is not to fit your business inside of Facebook or inside of LinkedIn or inside of Twitter. Social media is designed to plug into your business, okay? It is nothing more than a medium for you to be able to utilize to help your audience achieve their goals and help you achieve your goals. And if you are only focused on how you can take your current business model, your current services, and stuff them inside of Facebook, inside of LinkedIn, inside of Twitter, and your blog, then you are truly destined to not succeed, but to fail. You must instead focus on how are you going to integrate social into the DNA of your business? And you also need to make sure you're looking at how your business model needs to adapt. How does it need to change to better leverage and benefit from social media? Because the business model, the processes, the framework and foundation probably for which you have been driving your business to date is not going to work exactly the same as it does as you start to integrate social. Things are changing. And as I always say, the only guarantee is change. And social will always reveal your organization from the inside out before it transforms it because it forces your business to be more transparent People are talking about you and your brand, whether you are there and part of that conversation or not. So every business goal and every objective cannot necessarily benefit from social media. So we must select business goals and objectives where social can have the greatest impact. And that's probably one of the biggest mistakes that I see brands of all sizes make when it comes to social media is that... They look at social media as this magical solution that is going to solve all of their problems. And it's almost like they see it as this social band-aid that's going to fix everything. So, you know, if they have problems 
reaching their audience. They think they can jump on Twitter and we'll go get a whole bunch of Twitter followers and then we're going to have massive reach and then we'll be able to just um, tweet all day and everybody will download our app and check out our website and whatever goals they have. If they're on Facebook, they think they can do the same thing, right? We'll build a community and then we'll get all those people to be in our community and we're going to own them. I mean, I've had people come to me needing help, you know, and they're like, we have an audience that we own. We have all of these people that are in our Facebook fan club. And now how do we use them? Right. That is just the complete wrong mindset because you need to get focused on how can social integrate with your business? What are the business goals and objectives that you need to align to? And bottom line, you need to do some planning. So you're going to have to roll up your sleeves and get to work. Because if you are failing to plan, then you are planning to fail. Let me say that again. If you're failing to take time to plan, you're planning to fail. So you are setting yourself up to not succeed. What do you need to do then? Let's talk about some of the things you need to do. We talked about the questions that you need to be asking. Now let's talk about what you need to do to plan. But before we dig into the details of exactly what you need to do for this plan, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors because they are who make this podcast possible. I'll be right back. Success in business and life is built on trust and relationships. According to Edelman's Trust Barometer, 41% of people think a company's employees rank higher in public trust than a firm's PR department, CEO, or founder. Empowering your employees to be the voice of your brand can help you more quickly earn trust and establish authority to ignite relationships with customers, partners, and your online audience to Zoom measurable business results. Our new partner, Everyone Social, makes it easy for employees to Zoom their personal brands and become trusted thought leaders by easily sharing relevant and engaging content with their audience while at the same time assisting their employers to achieve their marketing and business goals. Learn how to get started the right way in developing your own employee brand advocacy program by downloading a free white paper from Everyone Social at socialzoomfactor.com slash power up. Check it out, friends. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash hostgator. One of the very first things you need to do is 
Develop an integrated plan that is inclusive of both online and offline marketing, sales, and business activities. And I encourage you to download our white paper with the eight steps for how you can develop your own social business plan. Just go to socialzoomvector.com slash social business plan. And then also you can download our audience analysis worksheet, which is going to help you define your business goals and objectives based on the needs of your audience. Go to socialzoomvector.com slash audience. And I will also include several key podcasts and resources for you to reference on the show notes page for this podcast at socialzoomvector.com slash 103 because this is episode 103. So set those strategic goals and objectives and make sure that they are aligned where social can impact that. Establish then the metrics and the KPIs and have a measurement system in place with key focus on achievable and realistic goals. You need to make sure as you were defining the key performance indicators that you were measuring that they are aligning back to your social media and your business goals, okay? You don't need to just be measuring Twitter followers unless you understand how that's going to help you get to your bigger Uber goals, okay? Next, you need to make sure that you are slowing down to speed up. You have, if you are just now hopping on into the social waters, it's not going to hurt you if you take another 30, 60, 90 days to get this plan together, okay? There's already a billion people almost on Facebook. So it's not like you're going to miss out too much more if you wait another 30 days to get your act together and do this right. So next, you're thinking, okay, how am I going to do this? Because I have a million things already going on, Pam. I don't have time to do social media. I hear this every day from our clients. Okay, I have a solution for that. I want you to create a what am I not going to do list. Every business tells us they don't have time. So what we say, if you want to do social, you want to better leverage new media, you want to better leverage these technologies, then you need to make time. And crossing some things off your existing list is the only way you're going to find time unless you are going to be able to get extra budget and resource approved for you to put more resource on that. You're not going to be able to do more with the team you already have if you're already slammed. So you you have to sit down and make some of the hard decisions and start crossing some of those things off your list. And I know that may sound difficult right now because particularly if you have already spent time planning and you already have key goals and objectives and you have things that you have possibly committed to, to your team, to your management, maybe to even your board of directors, maybe your shareholders, you're going to have to figure that out, right? And you're going to have to modify that. And maybe you're not going to be able to do it right now. Maybe you're looking out to the next quarter, um, later this year, or even next year. But I can't tell you that because I don't know your business. But we, I will tell you, we help a lot of our clients navigate that. So if you are needing help facilitating some of those decisions, 
internally, I encourage you to look at bringing in somebody who has experience navigating those types of, of rocky waters and letting them help you. Because a lot of times it helps to bring in a third party who can bring in some third, you know, uh, real world data and best practices and let them help you navigate and get some of the buy-in that you need. And a lot of times, trust me, I worked in corporate for 15 years. I know how hard it is a lot of times to get things going. And so when and if that time is right for you, bring in an external resource to help you get some of those things done and accomplished. And I can tell you that a lot of our clients have seen some great result with us helping them put together those plans and facilitate those needed but sometimes difficult discussions that they need to have internally, right? So you've crossed some things off the list. Now you're going to be looking at the goals you want to achieve, where you want to go, and you're going to be looking for some quick wins. Know that it's not about the next big thing. It's not just about the next shiny object or, you know, how are you going to become viral overnight? You're better off having some small wins along the way. And I have a podcast I did a while back and I have a white paper on how to get your social media budget approved. And I'll make sure I put a link for that in the show notes page. But uh, what you want to do is start with some of those small milestones. So if you have a small budget that's gotten approved for your social media and maybe some you know new media types of assets you're investing and developing in, Set a 30-day, a 60-day, a 90-day, a six-month plan and make sure that you have key milestones um, along the way. And then what you want to do is be sharing those with your executives and your stakeholders who need to buy into that and say, here's what we're going to do. You know, give me three months, give me six months to show you the business outcomes that we can achieve with this program. And then you better get your behind in gear and make sure that you deliver to those key objectives. And then you check in with the management team, you know, every 30, 60, 90 days. And we have done this with numerous clients. And I'll tell you what we see time and time again, we will see management that barely approves a six month plan. They say, okay, you know, go ahead and give this six month test. And what happens 99% of the time is by the time you get 30 days, 60 days, 90 days into it, they want you to go faster. Because once you have started to deliver results and they see that alignment to the business starting to happen, they see the mindset shift starting to change, then they buy into it because they're seeing real action and they're seeing action being aligned to a business outcome. And then what happens? They say, let's go. Like, I get this. They have some of those aha moments that they want to help make your program successful. And that is a good problem to have, my friends, when you have the people who you needed to approve this program now telling you that they want you to go faster because they're seeing so much value in what you're doing. That is where you want to get. You also want to make sure that you are not just focused on this infrastructure, but you are also focused on content and making sure that you have relevant, unique, and compelling content that's going to inspire your audience to connect with you and help them achieve their goals. It's inspire, connect, achieve. When you inspire your audiences to connect with you with the goal of helping them achieve their objectives, you will achieve your objectives by default because you have the same objectives. And that is why it is so important that you know your 
audience. You know what keeps them up at night. Do the research to understand what platforms your audience is hanging out online, what they are talking about, and how you can engage with them and have the most relevant, valuable conversation with them that you possibly can. I always say your mission with social is to understand where your audience is hanging out and go have the most relevant conversation with them that you possibly can because engagement is truly everything. Next little tip for you, accept that your initial assumptions that you have of your audience could be 100% off base. And I have seen this happen time and time again. People make assumptions for what they think their customers are doing online. They think they know what they're doing on Facebook or Twitter or that they're not on Twitter. They're not on LinkedIn. But yet they're basing that on zero data. Okay, so make sure you do your research. If you don't know how to do this research, hire an agency, hire a consultant to help you. We can help you understand your audience really, really fast. Once we know who your ideal customer is, what are the demographics? What are the psychographics of the person you are wanting to connect with? We can do the research and tell you whether that person is hanging out on Facebook, whether they're hanging out on Twitter, whether they're hanging out on LinkedIn, okay? So don't be afraid to build your plan B and move to plan B if your plan A was not built on good data, okay? You're not failing. You're actually going to move faster towards success by moving toward a plan that is actually data-driven, okay? And that is huge when it comes to planning and make sure that you're planning to succeed versus failing to plan. And as you are developing and weaving together this online platform of content and conversation and, you know, cool-looking blog and that branding on your social profiles, know that your brand story is so much bigger than any one of those things put together. Your brand is not your logo. It's not your header on your Facebook page. It's not your tweets. It's not your slide share uh, presentations you have out there. It's not even the Facebook banner that you have or your videos or your podcasts, okay? Your brand is you. Your brand story is all of these things that make your brand, what it is. It's your people internally. And so over time, you want to make sure that you have a plan that you're sharing your story. You're sharing your stories. How are you going to do that visually? How are you going to do that through Instagram, through Twitter images, through video, through podcasts, through engaging content, through blog posts, and the list goes on. Tell your story and don't be afraid to let your story shine, but make sure that you're focused on the needs of your audience and that your brand is connecting with them and that it's not just about yourself, all right? And I encourage you to check out some of the resources we have on this. I have written a ton and done some podcasts on how you can truly inspire and connect with your audiences because we believe that the heartbeat of social media is you and me. It's people. It's human beings. And as we're talking about relevancy, you can't fake relevancy. And the old saying of fake it until you make it just doesn't fly anymore. And I don't know that it ever did. But if you are focused on only the first set of questions that we talked about when I started this podcast today, you know, the what's in it for me type of questions, 
And no matter what your business model is, whether you are selling professional services or widgets or I don't care what it is, your audience is going to tune you out. They're going to shut you off and they're going to put you on mute if you are only focused on yourself. And remember that even though your business is just now getting on Facebook, okay, there are millions and millions of people that are already there. So although you are new to Twitter, there are millions of other people that are already on there. So you don't want to say, follow me, I'm on Twitter now. No, why should I follow you? And the only way you're going to be able to do any of these things we talked about today is if you take the time to slow down to speed up. You need to make it a priority in everything that you're doing in business and in marketing to be relevant because you can't fake it. Anybody can build a Facebook page. Anybody can hop on Twitter, all right? But before long, every business is going to have to prove themselves. It's getting noisier and noisier on the social web. And so the only thing that is going to differentiate you from the noise and the crowd is and will continue to be the value that you offer those within your community, those who are reading your tweets, those who are involved in connecting with you on Facebook, those who are in your online and your offline circles, wherever that may be. So your number one goal is to make new friends. It's to be relevant and to help people. The days of interruption marketing are ending. You don't want to interrupt the conversations that are happening. You don't want to burst into a Facebook page and expect all attention to move to you. Same thing goes for the Facebook stream. You, you don't want to just be busting into Twitter and saying, hey, I'm here. Inspire your audiences to connect with you and nurture and build those real relationships built on trust. Help them achieve their goals because you don't want to just do social or just be social. We want to be socially relevant. So that is what I have for you today. And my goal is that this conversation, if nothing else inspired you to think about the content you're providing, the way that you are approaching your social business, the things that you are focusing on, the priorities that you are setting in everything you're doing, from your content to your strategic priorities to the conversations that you're having to the tools that you're using to the way you're measuring things, that you are focused on the right objectives and you are focused on connecting with that heartbeat of social, which is people and human beings. I know that your time is so very limited and I thank you for hanging out with me today here on Social Zoom Factor. I wish you the best of success in the days and weeks to come. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. Zoom Factor.